Welcome to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Now here's your Lighthouse Council host. Hi, welcome to The Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. I'm Jeff Jowney, your host for today's discussion on planned giving. Joining us today is Tony Martinetti, a planned giving consultant and host of Nonprofit Radio, the number one podcast for nonprofits. And I'll share moreover, he is a longtime and good friend and highly respected colleague. Tony, welcome to the Beacon Podcast. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks so much for having me. And I also say welcome back because we've had Tony as a guest before. But Tony has over 22 years experience as a consultant helping nonprofits of all sizes create planned giving programs. He also assists nonprofits with charity registration. He's a popular keynote speaker and has been quoted as an expert on planned giving in the Chronicle of Philanthropy, the New York Times, and the Wall Street Journal. As I mentioned, the host of the popular nonprofit radio podcast, Tony speaks with authors, consultants, and thought leaders to help small and mid-sized nonprofits excel. Nonprofit Radio is the most listened to podcast for nonprofits. Tony's a graduate of Carnegie Mellon University and Temple University School of Law. And we were just uh, talking before we went live, and I won't disclose where, but he has left the colder north and is carefully ensconced during the pandemic in a warm location on the coast of North Carolina, for which I think you're even more brilliant than I thought before. Oh, thank you. So, Tony, welcome, and thank you again for joining us. Uh, Thank you again for having me, Jeff. I appreciate the offer. Well, I'm excited to talk in a few minutes about a new service you're offering, but there seems to be increased communication, conversations during this pandemic about planned giving. And are you sensitive or not? Or, you know, the whole discussion of that people are probably thinking a bit more about their mortality and their health and their future than they might have been before. So if a nonprofit wanted to start a planned giving program, Tony, where would they begin? What are the first steps? First thing is to recognize that they can do planned giving. You know, there's so many, regrettably, so many nonprofits that think they have to spend a lot of money. They need expertise. They're going to be talking to their donors about death. And all of that puts them off planned giving. Those are all misconceptions. You don't need a lot of money. You can start very basic and have a very respectable program. You don't have to have a lawyer on staff or on your board even. You don't need a a lot of expertise for this. And you're not talking about your donor's deaths. You're talking about the value of an estate gift and what that's going to mean to your nonprofit for decades and generations to come. That's what the conversation is about. So once an organization recognizes that they can do planned giving, then the place to start is charitable bequests. And just the promotion of charitable bequests and focus on that at first? That's right. That's the place to start. Charitable bequests are easy. Everybody knows what a will is. Everybody should have one. Donors can change their minds. So that's a comfort. But parenthetically, very few ever do. We know that only about 4% ever change their minds once they have a charitable bequest in their will. But it's a comfort that donors know they can change their minds. All those reasons make charitable bequests the most popular planned gift by far. So that's the low-hanging fruit. That's the place to start. Great wisdom. And Tony, are there things that a nonprofit has to have in place before they even take that step with a bequest program? I like to see an organization be at least five years old. Because think of what you're asking someone to do when you ask them to put 
your organization in their will, you're asking them to be confident that your organization is going to survive them. It's going to last longer. And of course, there's a lot of passion and hope and high aspirations for a newer organization, but donors aren't going to be completely comfortable till I think it's about the five-year point. When your organization is five years or more, then you've got some track record. Uh, I think enough at that point to ask people to include you in their will. I also need to see individual donors. You know, if you're strictly funded by grants of any type, whether it's corporate or foundation, if you're strictly event driven or fee for service driven or a mix of those without any individual donors, then there's no place to do planned giving. You got to have people giving to you individually out of their pockets, not out of their corporate pockets. So if you have five years or more and you have individual donors who are roughly 55 and over, then you're ready to embark on planned giving. No reason not to. I love it. I think, and we'll be talking in a minute about an exciting new program that you have, but we're kindred spirits and that people seem to overcomplicate this and they make it intimidating. And you mentioned about donors, it's all about relationships and just being in front of your friends, right? That's Yes, that's right. And this deepens relationships. Yeah. Once someone has included you in their will, again, think about what they've done now. They've put you alongside their husband, wife, children, grandchildren. They love your work and they feel a lot closer to you when they've made that decision to put you alongside their loved ones. They've elevated you to that same status. And if you would, I just want, again, for our listeners, so you're saying you don't need a plan giving officer, director, whatever you want to call it. You don't need to be an attorney. You're an attorney. No, no. no. I'm an attorney and I'm the only one probably who will tell you, you don't need an attorney. Yeah. I just find that so many people, they won't do it or they'll hire a firm to come in and visit with their top donors on planned giving. And I'm like, why would you give up your relationships? You've nurtured them. Why can't you ask? Yeah. And these are the deepest, the closest relationships. Never give that up. I am a planned giving counsel to organizations and I never take those relationships. I'll be in meetings, but the, the relationship always belongs to the gift officer and the client. Amen. Well, I'm really excited just for all the reasons that we've just discussed that you have a new venture, Plan Giving Accelerator. It's just kicked off a year-long virtual program, again, with a focus for small and mid-sized nonprofits to establish a successful plan gift program. So if you would, share about the new program. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. I'm very excited about this. We're kicked off in July, and the first class is going to start October 1st. This is to get planned giving programs started in small and mid-sized nonprofits. I promise to make planned giving easy, accessible, and affordable. You'll spend a lot less in planned giving accelerator for a year-long membership than you would with me just for a month even on a retainer basis working one-on-one with you. And you can start, you can get started Plan Giving Accelerator. That's the whole purpose of it is to get that plan giving program started. Jeff, I want to see a thousand or 1500 new planned giving programs in the United States. When those each scale up to a hundred gifts, then knowing that the average charitable bequest in the US is about $35,000, that's about three and a half billion new dollars for US nonprofits. That's what Plan Giving Accelerator is all about. I want to get these programs started. We're going to have exclusive webinars and podcasts, Ask Me Anything sessions, Facebook community that's private. I'll have resources like templates and checklists, all this to get your Plan Giving program 
started. So really, again, for our listeners, so all the resources along the way, several check-ins a month, it sounds like, whether it's yes. yeah. different, different kind of programs and the opportunity to ask you for specific advice along the way. Absolutely. We want to get these programs started. It's time. If you have, you know, at least five years longevity and you've got some donors who are 55 and over, check out plantogivingaccelerator.com. I love it. One of my concerns is that we as a profession in the nonprofit sector, we got giving stuck at about 2.1% of GDP forever. Right. And efforts like this can really make a big effort to change that. I'd love to move that up just a couple of tenths of a point. Absolutely. It's been so long. Yeah. Well, Tony, this has been great. Any other thoughts that you want to share on the Plan Giving Accelerator? We are excited to get going and I want to get these programs started within this year. Well, Tony, thank you again for joining us today on the Beacon Podcast. You've shared great insight on how plan giving is not complicated and what a great program you're offering to hold the hand, so to speak, of, of small and mid-sized nonprofits that need to get up and running in no time like the present. You can keep up with Tony by following him on Twitter at Tony Martinetti, it's M-E-R-T-I-G-N-E-T-T-I, and tuning into Nonprofit Radio by visiting TonyMartinetti.com and be sure to keep up with the Plan Giving Accelerator by following at PG underscore Accelerator on Twitter and visiting PlanGivingAccelerator.com. So Tony, again, thank you so much, my friend. And to our listeners, thank you again for listening to The Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. Thanks for listening to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Tune in every week for nonprofit topics with special guest interviews. Suggest future topics and learn more about upcoming podcast and guest at lighthousecouncil.com.